I'm Kavya and this is Brave Heart. I believe that bravery is intrinsic to all of us, all humans. Together, we'll explore the very essence of this bravery that resides within each and every one of us. And to do this, I talk to some of the bravest people I know who had to overcome challenges and find courage within themselves. And as we delve into the depths of their personal journeys, let's discover what it truly means to be brave and how we can tap into our own inner strength. So now let's normalize bravery, shall we? I'm excited to do this and I hope you are too. So for my very first episode, I thought long and hard about who I should bring on here. As I looked back, one of the very first instances of bravery that I got to witness was from my friend Apurva. At 18, when we were knee-deep with homework and mugging up textbooks, she announced to all of us that she's taking up Herbalife. A decade later, she's still as passionate about it. Only now, she's a full-time successful entrepreneur, a model and a coach. Now, the whole reason I wanted to do this podcast was to bring you all instances of bravery that we get to see in our daily lives, that we can take inspiration from. What started off as a chat between two friends ended up with me getting tons of insight and wisdom. I truly hope you enjoy this conversation as much as we did. Thank you so much for joining us today, Apurva, and welcome to Braveheart. I cannot believe we're doing this today. It feels like life has come a full circle for both of us. Indeed, indeed, Kaja. I, I really, uh, I'm so excited to be here. Uh, what an amazing initiative you've taken. And, uh, you know, I feel so excited. And I can't wait to hear the rest of your episodes as well. Okay, so while I have set some context and given an intro into you and all the cool things that you've done so far, uh, why don't you kind of give us a view into your early life? Who was Apurva before life took over? Oh, wow. Uh, it's, uh, you know, thinking about that question, I think I, I, I think I used to cry quite a lot. Like, I, would, I, I just was a very emotional child. And uh, I was probably what people call sensitive. And uh, I, I guess that was an easy emotion to express. And I genuinely did not feel like a strong person. I, you know, I, I didn't. But I, I did enjoy myself, you know, around certain people. But I was extremely shy. You know, I wasn't into any kind of sports. I wasn't into any kind of game. Um, so even in class, like, you know, I guess you could call me pretty much average. It really needs work, that school work and things like that. Um, but I did, you know, very luckily, uh, you know, even though I'm an only child, I think I found friends somewhere, somehow, wherever I went. And they made a pretty big impact on my life. Uh, I am a daughter of a single parent, so, you know, I understood life, uh, before life took over, didn't really happen, because life was happening all the time. And, uh, you know, and it was quite interesting, uh, now, I, you know, if it's now that I'm here, now, now that I'm grown up, uh, but then there was, there was something interesting happening all the time, uh, but it was, it, it's been, it, it was, that's how I was. Okay. You know, everywhere I went, I was able to make a few close friends and they really had a major influence in my life. And I am the daughter of a single parent. So, you know, life was always happening and there was always something interesting, some challenge that we had to deal with. And uh, I, luckily for me, I, I've also had like really 
strong role models people in my home that you know i really felt like you know i want to live up to their expectations and you know i i really looked up to them and i was i'm, I'm really glad i had these people and it, it made my life really easy even though you know it wasn't the easiest um i was i never had the i i was never made to feel the difficulty of it and for that i'm thankful how would you describe younger apurva if you could do this for us using just a wo- few words or a few sentences yeah, i'm shy <laughs> i was also uh uh go okay <laughs> i really have to mind it um okay as a child i was sensitive i was shy um but i was also uh, i was a, i used to read quite a lot and uh, very introverted yeah I, that is the word that i I somehow can't relate to this. Uh, I mean, we've been friends for so long, but I just can't. I can't imagine you be shy or introverted. So, was there a point where that changed? Uh, was it was it a conscious effort for you to sort of move away from being shy and introverted? I think uh, that happened only as I became adult. I, I had no idea how to not be an introvert because it was my comfort zone. but as i grew up the one thing that i i learned is that you can't really be an introvert and expect the world to understand oh so wow my uh, i love that reason, <laughs> thank you uh, and i felt like okay if i if i really want to do something and if i want people to understand who i am and you know my intentions and my actions i have to be the proactive person there and i cannot wait for somebody to really you know figure out who i am i've got to let them know so that was one of the reasons why i consciously broke through my introverted shell oh wow that's just so profound i mean so many of us who identify as being introverted i think that's just you've left us with so much to think about i think with just that one sentence but i think one memory with you for me that really stands out was you just announcing to us that you know you are now going to take up herbal life very very seriously right um, obviously we could see the passion that you had for it and you you had been speaking to us about it for quite some time uh, but it was just such a monumental step i think uh, and i'm pretty sure that kind of added to who you are today of course it did uh, so when did you sort of know about this was it was it a gut feeling or was it something that came from your mind how did you arrive at this because i i don't think i would have been able to take such a strong decision at 18 uh, well uh, i think uh, you know herbalist nutrition uh, you know i'm not at all trying to make an advertisement out of it but it's really had a major impact on uh because uh, i think i discovered that uh, i discovered that there is a um i i was aware of how network marketing was to a very small extent like whatever exposure i had to it uh but then what really excited me was the fact that people were improving their health and that is something that really resonated with me because oh yes that is another word that i would like to add to uh you know the, the list of things that i was as a child unhealthy unhealthy 
I used to get sick all the time. My stomach always had issues. I had knee pain again, fourteen. So I was, I felt like an old person. I, I never felt ever like mentally or physically. I never felt like a young person when I was my teen. So, uh, you know, one thing that that brought me serious about it was hope that okay, first of all, I am not the only one who's healthy here, and second, there is a solution, and that there can be something that can be done. Uh, that was that. That is the first thing, you know. Uh, and you know, as far as even my memory goes, you know, one of the reasons why I was so passionate about talking to you guys, you know, to my friends about it, to my family about it, and uh, I, I had only I saw that there is an opportunity, and uh, you know, I was I definitely did not want to uh, work at a corporate. Like I, you know, it is people do tremendously well. My mother, my mother has been a product of. You know, being in marketing and sales and being in that whole corporate lifestyle, and you know, I so I know people closely, extremely well, but it never felt like that was for me because I'm I fear competition. I'm very very scared of competition. I'm very very scared of being isolated, and uh, you know, so that that was also you know contributing to my fear of being introvert. Uh, but then I felt like okay, if this this opportunity gives me A chance to do something by myself, but I don't have to compete with anyone for anything. That that is something that that I really like. It I, it gave me a sense of uh, comfort, and uh, I felt like if I decide to take this up, you know, I, I could do something. I had no idea. Like you know, I I have blind fun. <laughs> no idea what's going to go on, but I will. I have major confidence when I get started, and I'll figure it out as I go. Uh, that was that is pretty much the conference I started up. I was 17 when I was uh, when I was introduced, and I I was told that I have to be 18. So I was literally waiting for my 18th birthday. That was like the first document I even signed. Uh, you know, the, the first adult decision I was to be part of public because I I felt like okay, if I can earn an extra 15, 20 thousand as an 18 year old. Like I I wouldn't have to ask my mom money, and you know I would still be doing something for myself. So that that gave me a lot of confidence. That gave me a lot of hope, and that is why I got started. So uh, this felt like um, you know I really could do something good with it. I I felt like that. I really envisioned myself into doing. So I think in in a sense your passion for just a healthy life, and the fact that it was so empowering. for you as a person i think these two things kind of really came together for you with herbal life oh absolutely yes uh, yes i think uh, i felt like i could really take care of my health uh, so uh, i pray uh, you know at least i i used to pray quite a lot and probably i still do and one of the things that i would pray for was that god give me a job where i get paid to take care of myself <laughs> i i really want <laughs> I, that was what I wanted. Like when I took care of myself, somebody gave me money for it. That gave me really excited, and it felt like my prayers were being answered when, when I saw this opportunity. So that's the dream, it. no? Absolutely. Like, I have a lot of dreams of traveling, of you know, of living an amazing, impactful life, and I I thought this is a nice way to do. Something that I I think uh, I could gauge from what you've just told us, Apu, is that. um you had this blind confidence right was that something that was a part of you for a very long time or do you think that kind of improved with time right because i think that's one thing that we all struggle with just 
having that faith and confidence in ourselves just to believe that we'll actually be able to see something through the blind confidence uh, is it's not something that uh, you know that was inherently a part because you know in my uh, as i was an introvert uh, there were every time i wanted to try something there was also a little voice in my head that said could you really do it could you really actually do a good job if you you know if it happened and you know i'm sure you know as most of us would be uh, but then what probably gave me the confidence was that i wasn't alone and uh, you know i had this sense of community around me which which you know i was like okay i and the fact that i started out so young i was 18 and i was studying psychology i was studying communication and this was an extra thing uh, i another thing about me is i can't do only one thing at a time if i have to do one just like if i have just one job i will get bored out of my uh so i was like okay i'm studying and i'm doing and i think i uh, one of the mindsets that i have developed over time is that i don't have to be the best and especially in my first year in my first year even if i am the last in class or if i am producing absolutely nothing it's okay because my first year i give myself a learning year so after my first year i can gauge whether okay if i've done terribly and i hate it or if i've done terribly and i love it if if my performance or if my feeling leans towards love then maybe i can give myself another year and you know see if i can get any better so it's been it's been projects of probably every year i've had to uh, reevaluate my situation and every time i've had you know i okay i think okay now now that i've gotten this far what do i want next year that that's really helped so in a sense you're competing with yourself right you just want to get better than you were yes, before absolutely but i uh, i like i told you i fear competition <laughs> competition <laughs> while i know that you fear competition in some sense you are competing with yourself in the sense that you want to get better and better at something yes i would like to be better than yesterday better than last year but it's more of a self improvement exercise i don't do it as much that makes sense i guess i mean i think if more number of us just viewed it in that manner i think we'd truly be committed to just getting better and you know we'd have these blinkers on and we're not trying to compete with somebody else right because i mean does it even align with our purpose everybody has their own path everybody has their own journey that they need to take so i think it it would benefit a lot of us if we just look at it this way right I know that whether it was um herbal life at 18 or uh modeling that you've done for so long or even fit self right uh there are these these pivots that you've had to take in your life that have kind of taken you closer to your dream so with all of these sort of pivots that you've had to take i have at least had the uh, pleasure of watching you kind of you know bloom with each of these things that you've done Uh, so modeling was a lifelong thing. I always, always felt like I have been there for a while. But then there was uh, because I, uh, my mom's a single parent, and it freaked her out to imagine putting me to something that would endanger me in some way. And uh, probably it was, uh, you know, her fear also kind of rubbed on to me. So I was like, okay, maybe it was not so. Uh, but I really have to be very, very grateful. Uh, family i married into my husband uh, because i was 22 when i took up modeling 
and uh, 22 by any modeling standard is old. And, uh, you know, uh, it was, uh, I took a girl's trip uh, with some of my childhood friends. And uh, one of my closest childhood friends uh, had started modeling and she was doing very, very well. And uh, I couldn't help but, you know, like admire how amazingly she was doing for herself. And I said, Sean, like, you know, I'm so proud and, you know, I'm so happy. And we were just taking pictures as girls do on girls trip. And she said, you know what, you really have a thing for this. Why don't you try? Why don't you give it a shot? And my other childhood friend, the three of us are, uh, we grew up in our childhood years. And, you know, she, she encouraged me so much. And I came back home after a three-day go at this, but I couldn't stop rushing about how amazing this trip was. My mother, and I told her, you know what, they said that I would, I would be so very important. And she could sense the regret in uh, my voice because I got married young and I and I absolutely super happy that I did. Uh, but I was also experiencing a lot of changes, uh, you know, of, of lifestyle, of relationships, and I was growing up past and I realized um, all the all these uh, profound ideas that I had of myself that oh I'm, an, I, I'm a very mature person and I'm very old and all that it was absolute lies uh, because uh, marriage brought out uh, my actual maturity and uh, you know and once you know when I when I mentioned this to my husband that you know what like I think I really want to start modeling he didn't dismiss it and for that I really have to be thankful. he said Okay, if you really think you want to, okay, fine, do it. And that was all the green signal I needed. And I said, you know what, mom? He said, okay. And my mom's like, oh, if your husband says it's okay, then I guess I don't really have a say in it now. And um, more than that, my mother also, like, she sponsored my portfolio pictures, which did not come cheap. Uh, so, really, thanks to my mom for that. Uh, and uh, well, that's how my journey of modeling began. And uh, I met a photographer. Uh, I needed to get coached on how to pose because, like, I needed to really understand how, you know, how do you bring out your angles and how do you make, you know, how do you show the best side of you and all that. And uh, and then we did my portfolio and uh, wow, that that was that was that was a lot of fun. We had like I had my first ever experience of modeling. We did like five costume changes and makeup and hair extensions and lash extensions. I had not done those things before, and. Uh, and, and I liked it. Like, I think we shot for, like, a good 14 hours on my first ever shoot. And I went home so happy. I went home so proud. And uh, it felt amazing. It felt like... What was your introvert self going through at this point? When you had to do this my... for 14 hours? <laughs> I, by then, my introvert self had decided to take a back. I think uh, my introversion, I think, eventually ended by the time I was 19 or 20. By then, I had understood that, okay, like, you know, it's okay to be shy. It's okay to have your voice shaking and your legs shaking. But as long as you're speaking the truth, it's okay to not be an introvert. Uh, that's something that I learned. And I was living my truth. And I I think I was, I was very excited. Right? But, you know, the first 20 years of my life were very, very, uh, I was still figuring myself out. And by the time I, I started modeling, I was, uh, my confidence had really come up. Do you think that modeling sort of helped you come out of that mold of being a shy, introverted girl? Like fully come out of it? Oh, definitely. Uh, because, uh, you know, the beauty of modeling 
uh, versus a movie shoot or uh, you know shooting with in at a serial is that you know you it's a very short term thing and you know the more energetic i am the better the shoot will be so uh, you know i understood the value of being being the way i am and i understood that not everybody can do that but if we if we do uh, at least for my profession it's going to it's going to have a positive impact i understood that so uh, you know whether it was you know being friendly with the photographers or with the crew smiling at them saying thank you saying please just those things actually makes how everybody comfortable around you and then suddenly the shoot gets easier and everything gets better even if it is you know even if i forget the dialogues or even if i'm not getting something right just because i have good energy and you know i am somebody who has a positive vibe uh, we get through it very very easily so every shoot has taught me that you know i would i need to be uh, i i would i actually aspire to be the most energetic person in the room the happiest person in the room um, so that you know i don't have to look to somebody else for energy i am the source i i like that oh wow this i can imagine <laughs> because i've seen you do this are there pep talks that you're giving yourself before this or you know even before you go on stage doesn't have to be for modeling i know that you're a coach so you have to you have to do this on a very ongoing basis right uh, i know that you did say that if you're speaking your truth it's okay if you're if you have shaky knees right but uh, is there a pep talk you're giving yourself or are there tools that you rely on because i mean while we're on the topic I thought it would be good for us to kind of delve into this a little bit, right? Um, I think the biggest pep talk I would give myself is being prepared. Um, you know, whether it is, uh, you know, if I'm going for a shoot, if I don't have, for example, like if I'm going for a shoot and my nails are not done, my confidence is going to falter because I am going to be nervous about my photographer saying, "Hey, your nails are not done." Or if I'm going and doing a presentation and I don't know my material, uh, that 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 is what. to derail me of my confidence so uh, my pre- my preparedness is my biggest pep talk um, as long as i i know my material i'll be fine uh, but if at any point i do feel like my confidence is shaking um, i i go back and remind myself of my purpose that you know why am i doing this and what exactly is the reason for why do i need to be this confident because i i realize that i have a role to play in somebody else's life as a coach uh, you know or you know as as a mentor uh, i am responsible for somebody else's destiny and that is a responsibility i have taken by myself so i remind myself of that and that is the i have a slightly spicy question for you i know that you know right from a very young age um, in the form of your mother you've always had a cheerleader right and of course at herbal life there are people who are rooting for you and you married into a family uh, that's constantly rooting for you right and i know that to some extent that has been a cushion for you while you you know go go about and conquer your dreams what if you didn't have that cushion right because a lot of people don't a lot of people don't have people rooting for them um, a lot of people in fact have people who don't have any faith in them right and that of course impacts the faith that they have in themselves so what if you didn't have these people rooting for you would you have still gone ahead and done these things i do consider myself lucky that way that i've always had people to support me cushion me and you know take care of me 
but uh, over the last few years um, i think especially just uh, around the lockdowns and the pandemic uh, i discovered uh, you know i discovered 5am club i discovered uh, a few techniques uh, that really helped me stay in alignment and uh, this technique is called savers so it's an acronym uh, so savers is s for silence a for affirmations uh, b for visualization c e for exercise R for reading and S for striving. Um, so this is something uh, all of us can do, which can really whether uh, whether we have somebody cheering for us or giving us words of affirmation and uh, all of that, we have to love ourselves and we have to put ourselves first. And uh, yeah, we I you know because we had the we had that kind of time and peace in the lockdowns. um i participated in something called as a 5am club and uh, you know a bunch of us would meet up and practice these things every day we had a coach who would guide us through these things and i learned i learned the power of affirmations and visualization like i knew i could do it but then to do it systematically made a major difference in my life uh, you know to center myself to remind myself what my goals are uh, you know and affirming to myself that yes i am powerful enough i already have it you know in the quantum sense that i just have to raise my vibrations enough to have it physically in my mind if i can conceive something in my mind i can make it my reality and uh, it was it was a life changing process for me oh wow we should probably like talk about this a little more offline cuz i want to know more about what you just said but okay so the other thing that i really wanted to talk to you about today was just the birth of itself right Fitself actually uh, has been a uh, it itself has been an extension of our toddler journey uh, because uh, you know uh, our our operation our method of operation used to be something called as a nutrition club where people would come in and we would serve them breakfast and educate them about health and help them reach their goals. Uh, but I um, and uh, you know if you remember from you know when when we used to go to school together. Right, I I was extremely underweight. I was undernourished. Like you know, if anybody saw me, they would be like, "Please, you're a goota hathi." And uh, from that, uh, I actually wanted to, uh, you know, I had to transition into exercising, and thankfully, modeling played a huge role in that uh, because I needed to look a certain way, and uh, it got me into the discipline of learning what kind of exercises I enjoy. Because personally, I have never played a single sport in my life. So to you know, to uh, from from that. from that uh, experience to actually getting into exercise it really uh, exercise helped me with my physical development for sure but it made a huge impact on my mental development so we um, i started enjoying workouts and uh, as a family we you know when we started working out and you know we enjoyed encouraging each other we thought oh, why don't we uh, incorporate this idea because of course this idea has been there uh, we borrowed it from a few of our seniors uh, abroad but then uh, we started one of the first nutrition uh, and fit clubs uh, in india and bangalore and uh, you know uh, initially it used to be just our family and a couple of our clients one of our clients has a coaching tuition center in uh, banshankri so like just close to bdia complex so early in the morning at 6 in the morning we would put all those benches to one side connect our laptop and exercise and then have our breakfast together that used to be our thing that was how like our first fit club even started and then eventually we got confidence on the idea we uh, we took up a space 
we started hosting more people and at one point we figured that we would like a better quality space and we would like to have more number of people uh, you know get uh, workouts and nutrition and that is when we opened this uh, it's been yes this is our fifth year in operation what are some of the big bigger milestones that you've had with fitself uh, it doesn't have to be numbers it could just be something that uh, you know you feel very proud of were some of these milestones even something that you ever dreamed of or was it was it like a goal that you had just written down somewhere did you have a blueprint when we hit our first 100 fans that was big oh wow uh, you know like you know we as a family you know we have like i am i am sitting at this side right now i'm looking at few transformations and we had we had like what 40 or 50 transformations before the lockdown but then and then when the pandemic happened we went completely online and in fact we're only getting offline maybe in another month or two uh and we were able to do the whole thing like you know we were there are people who i have physically never met and uh, they have probably gained weight or lost weight plus and their health has improved and they you know they, uh, they say that i have never met you and i i you've changed my life i i can't you know and this when they say thank you uh, that feels amazing i have a client uh, in harvard and mm-hmm. uh, being part of the community has really improved her mental health and uh, she i haven't met her so far And she always says, "Nan, the day I meet you, I'm going to give you such a big hug." I'm very much proud of it. Yeah, like that gives me those are goosebumps moments for us. Oh yeah, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine having this kind of impact on people, right? And and that goes back to what you told me um, when you wanted to take up Herbalife, right? The fact that uh, you could now just focus on health. and get paid <laughs> while you're doing it um and it's so it's so amazing to watch you have this kind of impact on people uh why of itself right where do you see it go in the next say couple of years yeah, i know it for a fact that itself is doing a wonderful job uh, thanks to thanks to products thanks to the system and thanks to the community uh but for myself uh i would like to have 20 people who work I would like to mentor twenty men, women doesn't matter, but twenty people who really want to make a difference in their own life, and who are willing to be smart enough to be learn and to never take it in their head that I know everything. Uh, somebody who's got that kind of a mindset, and I would like to have twenty coaches like me who are making an impact. And yeah, that that I feel in the next because I'm I'm very much. Okay so with all of these pivots that you've had apurva over your over the course of your life so far if you had to do it all over again would you and if, is there is there something <laughs> and is there something you would do differently this time if you had to do it all over yeah. again which i'm oh, i'm uh, sure you want to do it all over again but what yeah. would you do differently well, uh, well yeah see the, the thing is i've had fun i've had fun in the last 10 12 years and uh, i absolutely i would i would do it all over again i would restart my modern career i would if i st- if i had absolutely nothing like if my career ended as of today and i had to do like i had to restart you know from the beginning i'll do it i i will absolutely do it uh, 
um but uh, you know but i would also like to be 18 again if that is the case if i have to do it all over again i would also like to be 18 once again because then i will uh, then i'll have like you know uh, the uh, the josh and the innocence of the 18 year old i you know only if that happens i would like to um but then uh, i but uh, on that note i also feel like i have retained some of that innocence and i have retained some of that uh, josh uh i think uh if you remember i'm uh, kare if you remember i'm a terrible dancer at least i used to be a terrible dancer and yes, uh, i do remember uh, you that you know the, like for all the listeners of our podcast kare as a beautiful dancer so i've always like looked up to her in that sense um and uh, I, you know when i, I I'm, i'm 30 years old and uh, when i turned 29 i was really really looking to make one movement in my life and uh, as somebody who has never danced before i took up kathak as a proper student like from from absolutely knowing nothing so that was uh, you know it, it really humbled me and it really made me uh, realize oh, okay like you know i had to go back to my first year mindset in my first year even if i suck it's okay because it's just my first year and i'll be able to do it and um, I, i completed uh, a year just a couple of months ago I earned my first uh, Gumru's, and uh, I feel so excited about it because, like, I'm, uh, you know, I, I really feel like a student, you know, who has to learn things, who doesn't know so many things. I love that feeling because uh, I get very excited about, uh, you know, the, so many things that are yet to come. So that's been very, very exciting. So uh, as much as I don't mind doing it again, I feel like I have a lot to do in the next few years, so I don't have the time to put it. In. Another question that I had for you. Um... Appu is how has your relationship with yourself sort of changed through all of this right and the reason i ask you this is because if i look back over the last 3 years uh, to where i am today i think my relationship with myself has just completely just changed or evolved maybe i'd say that just the level of trust that i have to just be able to know that i can handle whatever it is that life throws at me I think that's something that's really developed in the last 3 years for me for sure. So how do you think your relationship with yourself has kind of changed? Before I tell about myself let me say I'm so proud of you. I really I I can affirm that yes absolutely you can do anything and uh, you know I am super super proud of you. this topic that has to go on record. Uh, and uh, well my relationship with myself to be honest with you is it is a series of ups and downs like you know i've i've only you know i've only realized over the last few years as to how much self hate i've had uh, you know uh, there is and it's not something that comes up very often or it's not something that's like in my face but i I've, i've experienced periods of depression i've experienced periods of absolutely no faith in myself and uh, there there has been a lot of uh, uh, you know self bashing that has happened but uh, but also what has also happened is i have caught it i have understood that it is uh, it happens to the best of us and i i've also understood that i it is only up to me to move forward like you know if i feel like i am drowning i am the one that needs to you know get out of the ocean that i feel that i'm in and uh, it is it is an absolutely it is a daily process 
and uh, it the the whole savor the affirmation visualization meditation i was i sucked at meditating i, I probably still do but uh, all of those things have really uh, my relationship is improving like you know if i say that oh i love myself and you know i know myself worth and all of that is great at those have a big big life uh it but i've understood that it's okay to it's okay to not totally love yourself but it is important to be aware of how i feel about myself and to constantly do things that are good for me uh mm-hmm. even though it feels like it's work i mean i please i am not i know i wasn't one of those people who was like yes okay let's do it let's get better let's like you know i wasn't i wasn't too thrilled about getting better because uh, i don't know some people like to assume that they're perfect and i would have liked to think that i am perfect but um, you know over over the years i have understood that if uh, you know perfection is a lie and if i really want to get better i have to work on it every day and some days i show myself a lot of love some days i'm hard on myself but on most days i remind myself that i'm a good person and uh, that's a little bit of self love that i have you are leaving us with so many takeaways today but i think one thing that kind of really comes up every time i've heard somebody uh, you know on that on the fence when it comes to taking a big decision is is just how easily and me included right it's just we come up with excuses so easily um, for why we shouldn't be doing something what would you say to anyone who's sort of battling between choices and wondering if they're brave enough to do something do it you suck in one year stock like at least give yourself a year i think that's what i would say uh give it a shot for a year and don't don't try to be the best at everything it's not possible but if you truly love what you're doing even if you're not the best at it you will you will be proud of yourself and the next one year reevaluate your situation see what you have to improve and uh help is always available to those who ask for it i'm quoting alvis dumbledore here oh, it is true it took us so long <laughs> to bring up a reference <laughs> but i'm glad we did <laughs> yeah oh my god yes uh, you know uh, if you are ever feeling helpless remember that your mind is excellent at playing games and you're never helpless you will always find help just have to ask and help will come help will absolutely Yeah and I think on that note uh, we often assume that the people who should be helping us you know is our family or our friends or our siblings and it doesn't necessarily have to be that right help can come from anywhere like you said support can be found anywhere doesn't always have to be i mean if you're able to get it from your family then i think nothing like it you're super lucky if you if you know your family is the one who's supporting you and if it if that's not the case i think it it's still okay right help is help at the end of the day and comfort oh and God. support is is the same 100% oh absolutely absolutely the, you know i don't uh, i i suck at asking for help i am terrible at it i will be struggling and i i personally have to remind myself to ask for help but uh, the one entity i don't mind you know asking for help from is the universe like you know in my own peace in my own silence when i'm alone 
when I focus and when I, you know, I don't even, I, you know, I, I ask the universe for some kind of help. Help will arrive. And, uh, you know, of course, it's great. If family, if our family can help us, it's lovely. It is, we are so blessed for some of us who, who, who get some help. But we have to understand our family is a human too. And all, as humans, we do have a limited capacity. And we cannot keep, they are not a, we can't expect them to be the gift that keeps on giving. That's not how family works. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it's okay, right? So, right? It's okay for, for it to not be that way. It's absolutely okay for it to not be that way. So help, uh, you know, sometimes we will help ourselves and sometimes a therapist will help us or maybe a friend will help us or maybe somebody who we don't even know will help us. But we have to mentally be open to receiving help. If, if our self-dialogue is, I don't need any help. I will do everything on my own. I can do everything. But we're still struggling. That's not nice. We are, as humans, you know, we are, we are what social animals, is what people say, right? So as social animals, we will be, at one point, we will be giving help to someone. At one point, at maybe many points, we will be receiving help. And all we can do is be grateful for whenever that help arrives. And if no one helps us, it's okay. We will help us. That just like gave me goosebumps a little bit. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for taking the time to join us today. I'm repeating myself. Uh, you've left us with so many takeaways today. Just the fact that you were vulnerable uh, today, I think that just means so much to me because that's the whole point of being here, right? I wish you all the luck in the world, Appu. Uh, may you continue to be brave and inspire us all. But before I let you go, in case people do want to connect with you, what are various ways in which people can work with you today? Extremely available on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Coach Apu. And uh, I work from Pixel. Pixel is in JP Nagar Bangalore. Um, so mostly, and thanks for being online, you know, we've been able to connect. So yes, that's, that's how easy it is. It's been a pleasure talking with you today. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I, you have... Uh, you, you chose me to be a part of this amazing project of yours and you gave me a chance to share my perception uh, with the world and uh, for that I'm very, very grateful. And I'm very grateful that you did this for us today.